Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. Listening to Your Highness Podcast. This is your host, Diana Crash, and today I'm joined by the wonderful Tiffany Watkins, CEO and founder of Vanguard Media Online. Hello, Tiffany. Hi, Diana. How are you? I am good. Uh, you know, this is I, I think doing things at a later hour suits me. So let's let's hope that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Tiffany, we begin every episode the same way, uh, where we go over our favorite cannabis related item at the moment and favorite non-cannabis related item. Uh, we call it our fave pot, not fave, not pot. So I'm going to start with my fave pot, uh, right now. And I'm half, I'm holding Vanguard, uh, magazine. And I'm not just doing that because you're on this episode, because it was actually lined up to be the next thing, whoever I recorded with next. And it just happened to be you. Um, <laughs> this, is a, this is really a beautiful magazine, and everyone should subscribe. You can get it both digitally and in print, and that's what I did. So um, I highly recommend it. And this month, we have uh, Tokativity founders on the front who are deep friends of the podcast. They were the uh, one of the first guests that we ever had four years ago. Um, so yes, definitely check it out. I love this magazine. It's great. And I'll be in it soon, right? <laughs> Some form. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that you're enjoying it. I'm glad that the uh, the circle is connected that you you actually know uh, the ladies that are on the front cover uh, from Tokativity. I think that's that's great. I love how things come full circle. Yes, yeah, same. I'm I'm really excited to see that you know all this all this time later. It feels like 20 years later. It's um <laughs> it's only been four years. It's like season four. It feels like season 14. But anyway, uh, so what's your fave pot, Tiffany? Um, I'm going to say right now I am absolutely in love with and obsessed with Old West um, hemp smokes and tea. Um, it is so calming and I it's it's local to uh, my area. Um, well, it's a little further out from me, but it's still local uh, enough for me to feel really super comfortable supporting them. And um, yeah, like I said, the teas are wellness teas with things like echinacea and um, lavender and the smokes are just a wonderful blend of nicely hand-picked hemp flower and it's just wonderful I'm just loving it right now oh uh, what was that called again old west hmm I'm going to have to check that out because I'm really into smoking hemp right now I'm oh, yeah. it's, it's wonderful it's wonderful that's great. Uh, so if you could send me the link to that, I would love to uh, check that out. Um, 
So my fave not pot at the moment, <laughs> because everybody needs an escape, is uh, the fact that Drag Race is on RuPaul's Drag Race season 13, both in the US and the UK. So they're both on concurrently right now. It's, it's, um, it's great for me. <laughs> I love that show and I'm not ashamed of it. So I think everybody should check it out. <laughs> Absolutely no shame. You spill all that tea with those wonderful queens. I love that show. I absolutely love that show. So I agree with you there. Um, but I'm going to say my fave not pot right now is quiet time. I don't get a whole lot of it. So when I do, I almost like hoard it to myself secretively. Like I have quiet time. So I take full advantage. So I think that's my fave not pot, not pot right now. Yeah, that's pretty wonderful. Um, I really, I'm starting to try to meditate. Like I'm trying to become better at it. <laughs> I know that's not the goal, but I am working on meditating more. And that's, it is really kind of wonderful. I'm, I've always been the person that doesn't like silence. I mean, I talk a lot, but now that I have a child. <laughs> And I can I can see I can see the the appeal of silence. <laughs> Absolutely. And hey, I don't always just sit in silence. When I have my quiet time, I use it either to work out, right, to read, or to just do something. And it's just me, and there's no outside input. I call that quiet time. It's just me and myself. So I. Oh I yeah. Love it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, so we talk a lot about content and media on this show um, because I'm a writer and a content creator. And what I do wouldn't be possible if it weren't for people like Tiffany. Um, media is being consumed at an all time high rate right now. Like, uh, so it's astronomical, it's, it, it's unheard of. <laughs> um, I went over some of those facts in an earlier episode and I don't have any of them right now in front of me, but it, believe me when I tell you, because I've, I'm always right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can Google it <laughs> and then prove my point. Um, but anyway, <laughs> with the overwhelming injustice and inequity surrounding everyone right now, and, and always, but especially right now, um, mo movement-driven content, movement-driven content, that was weird, sorry. Movement-driven driven content is more important than ever before. Uh, can you talk about how Vanguard serves that need, Tiffany? Um, absolutely. I, I'd love to. It is the bane of the existence of Vanguard is the movement itself. But I kind of want to preface that with uh, what you were saying. Um, you know, to your point about media being um, consumed at an all-time high, it really is. And a lot of times, you know, people are, are, you know, attributing that to the pandemic, and I know that that has really, anytime that we're, we're in fear, we start looking and checking all the sources we can to get information to put ourselves at ease, right? And, you know, with the social unjust that came shortly after we were reeling from a pandemic, um, I think that people even more so were looking in deeper places to find where they fit in in the media space. So making sense in that arena became paramount. And... I think where Vanguard serves that need is that it's a niche magazine. It's a niche platform and a niche movement. I'm focused on uplifting the voices of women 
in the cannabis space. This isn't new. It's just there's a need to drive home the idea and the point of we have a voice, we have accomplishments, we have innovation in this space. And who's going to pat us on the back for it? We pat ourselves on the back, but then still get no outward recognition. And so what Vanguard's movement serves to do is to provide that voice and platform to the insiders with that this industry is built upon. And so I felt like we really fit into that niche quite well. Absolutely. So being in the industry for as long as you have, I'm sure you've witnessed many iterations of women coming together to demand representation. How do you think it's different now? Oh, there's so many differences now. There, and, and, and there's so many differences to come and changes to come. Um, you know, 30 years is a long time in cannabis, but it's not incredible. There are people, women, um, of which I have learned a lot from that have been in and around this plant and dealing with this plant for, you know, twice as long. And I think that what I've witnessed most as we bridge into industry is the loss of the educational side. And I mean the down-home educational side, not something you can crack open a book and learn about the endocannabinoid system or different cannabinoid profiles or what it means to be full spectrum. I mean the good old-fashioned person-to-person knowledge that you get from home remedy um, and, and ways that we help and heal ourselves in our own environment and space, taking control of our environment holistically. And I think that that has been the biggest change that I didn't really see coming. Um, I thought that, you know, with with all the efforts that we were, all the, you know, all the sign holding and, and everything that we did to push things forward to get where we are now, that we wouldn't lose those things. And it's just in many ways, um, we have. And not in our private environments, but in, as part of industry, as part of moving this forward, we're doing the same. We're making it very, very dry when there's this depth um, and this lovely juiciness about cannabis and the plant health healing. And I just think that that's the, the, the one of the biggest changes that I really didn't see coming. And I do hope that with effort from all of us, we can flip that over on its ear and kind of get back into that where we, we take advantage and control of the healing properties of cannabis. Right. So is that why, um, because you do have a, a section on your website where you ask for people to share their stories or for w- women particular, or mm-hmm. is, is that, is that part of your goal with that? Absolutely. Um, Vanguard is uh, at, at its essence storytelling. And whereas I love to have guest writers, um, I, I, it, it is my passion to have stories come in from women uh, that they're telling it in their own words and in their own voice and with their, their own passion. Um, it, it is the fuel for the movement. Absolutely. Um, and it's really, really important to have women in media. Um, according to women in U.S. media, the percentage of white and male workers in newsrooms was higher than in that of overall of the overall U.S. workforce, according to the Pew Research Center. Um, I can't find any data on cannabis-specific media. I think it's still pretty new. Um, but what 
were your earlier experiences in this industry? Um, specifically, I know you mentioned on your website that you were disrespected and didn't have your voice elevated. Did that have anything to do with the intersection of media and cannabis? Not directly, um, it, because throughout my time and years in cannabis, I've been an activist, I've been a consultant, uh, a, a salesperson. I've, I've done quite a few things. Um, and starting from the ground up and helping in the consultation side, I was helping people, uh, you know, in the 215 days um, where we just really were building that collective model, making it look like something that we wanted to still be able to help the people bring cannabis to the people, right? Um, but there's always going to be times where women take a back seat in idea and thought process, um, you know, specifically just because we're women. Um, and then, you know, that's me personally, I have literally been asked to just go get a cup of coffee while the men talk, that type of, of field um, of, of reasoning or non-reasoning uh, and very uncomfortable situations to take it a step back further. Um, you know, in, in the days of when I began in cannabis, we operated from the shadows. We all had day jobs or were college students. And I worked in technology. Um, I went to school for technology by trade. I'm a network infrastructure engineer. And at that time, that was another industry that was absolutely male driven. And I had to fight tooth and nail to get to the executive level that I was at and maintain my position. It was it was the second full-time job was maintaining the level of respect that was necessary in the boardroom with men who looked down upon me just simply because I was female and probably a little bit because I'm black. So, you know, there's, there's these things that you have to overcome that kind of make you think. And then we push forward 25 plus years and I'm like, this, this is still happening. And I think that's what led me to, to do that little tidbit of share on the website. So people understand this is something that happens. This is not something you hear about in the news. This is not a, a meme. This isn't someone's, uh, you know, thought of, oh, well, you know, this is what I think is going on. This is really happening. We are being discriminated against. And if it's not because you're of color, it is because you're a woman. But we take a, a back seat to everything that's going on, even when we're a major part of it. And it's just unfair. And my intention to gather as many voices as necessary to make a true difference in that. We've been trying and trying and we haven't gotten there yet. So we need to band together and keep pushing forward, right? Yes, absolutely. And I do think that this is the industry that we have a special opportunity to do that. And, you know, while we are seeing more women represented in media now than we did before, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, like you said, things are happening in the industry where some of the personalization is being kind of drowned out a little bit, I think. Absolutely. Um, um, you know, to address what you said in regards to cannabis specific media there, you know, when you and let's not even go with women, let's go for people of, of color there. There's not there's not a lot. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to I'm going to generalize here because there is some specific information which we can share offline, but there is a person working in that space. And I'll put it that way and leave it that way, a person of color and a person. And that is key in, in that phrase. So there should be as many as anyone else. And when it comes to women, boy, you just chirp, chirp. We, there, there, you know, there's, there's some, but there's just not a lot. And that definitely needs to change. It need not media need not be 
a male driven um, area. It can be because it's speaking to everyone. So why not have the voice come from everyone involved? You know, right. Yeah. I mean, like magazines like yours and me, like what you're doing. And I know it's not just the magazine. I, I, you have a lot going on. Um, And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but what you're doing is you're showing true representation and that is a huge game changer because, you know, without stock photography and, you know, these cookie cutter stories, because you are committed to telling um, all the stories, the uncomfortable truths as well. Like not just, Oh, let's look at all what this plant can do. La la la. Um, You're telling all of the, different sides of it the business sides of it you know people's ideas being stolen possibly things like that I mean these are all things that people are dealing with right now especially women and you know the only way we're going to go forward and bridge that gap is if we do really support and lift each other up and I'm not saying that you do that unconditionally you have to have boundaries obviously but having a tool like Vanguard really does help because we can look at this and actually read what's going on behind the glossy photos. <laughs> right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's really what matters. Uh, the movement, it, it's bigger than me. It's it's never been about me. Um, all the, the work that I've done to when I began storytelling, uh, sharing stories and taking on stories, um, I, I didn't do this for me um, I, solely. I did this because I saw that there was a need. These women wanted a place that they felt safe to share their information. And I think somehow I, I'm hopeful and I'm, I'm happy to take any feedback on this uh, after you know people get to hear, but I, I'm hopeful that in some way I have provided a safe place for women to share the good, bad, and ugly, because it makes up who we are and what we do in this space. We all have our stories and where we feel tr- like we triumphed and we've, we've done you know our due diligence and we're doing a great thing. And then we have the times where it just doesn't feel so great. Mm-hmm. And we don't oftentimes feel comfortable sharing our defeat. And I'm just hopeful that I am providing a space where women can feel comfortable sharing the good times and the bad. Right. Because as cheesy as it sounds, we have to hear about those ugly times, those uncomfortable times and all of that um, in order to grow. You know, it's like if we're all putting up these walls, that's not going to help us bridge that gap, you know, because that's what we instinctively do because women are continuously, you know, being put at the brunt end of everything. (laughs) So we're naturally defensive, right? Um, (laughs) We don't get, we don't always get the fair shake. So we're always naturally defensive, but we have to kind of try to get past that a little bit and, and, and share these stories with each other and not be afraid that people are going to use that as a tool for some kind of weapon, um, you know, for negativity. Right. Because that does happen. I mean, that does happen, you know? So um, do you have any openings for writers or content creators? And what are you looking for when it comes to the future of Vanguard? 
Um, yeah, that's a great question. I love it. Yes, I do. I always have openings for uh, for writers and content creators. And, and the reason why is because, again, it's another support system. We have a lot of women uh, in the uh, cannabis space creating beautiful content and uh, writing wonderful blogs and things like that. And so I've, I've opened up a section on the website to submit uh, your name and, uh, you know, maybe even a little bit of your blog so we can take a look and see how we can support that. Um, and guest bloggers for the website and the blog site is just awesome and we love it. Um, and writers, contributors to the magazine, it's wonderful. Like I said, I love to get that inside view directly from women, but I also like to support women writing about cannabis, writing about people in cannabis because, you know, that's how we extend our arms. And I don't want to just be very, you know, tunnel vision focused on one area when I can be supporting women in all these environments. Um, so definitely always, always accepting pitches for new stories and for, uh, you know, just, just to help flex the writing arm. You know, I, I try to, I'm trying to be here for as many women as I can. Yeah, that's awesome. And the arm needs to be flexed, you know, <laughs> I mean, even just looking at what I've written a few years ago compared to now, it's like, you have to, it's painful, but you have to keep going and, expanding what kind of writing you can do um to make that arm muscle get stronger yeah. so yeah so do you have any advice in that in, in that vein do you have any advice for women cannabis consumers who want to tr transition into writing about the plant um i think i do uh you know if you are a consumer of cannabis and you're feeling that passion or you're feeling that flow when you're elevated um just start writing and you can't think of it in terms of, you know, am I going to have the next million dollar piece to go out? You know, who's going to pick this piece up? It's really getting to know how you feel about your own writing. That's where you start. Um, and, I, you know, I love to encourage women to express themselves through writing. Um, I've said a million times, write it down, write about it, and then burn it if you have to, if you just don't want to share it, but at least get it out. Um, and so, you know, my, my true advice is to get in touch with your writing, get elevated, start writing and figure out where you think you fit in with you. Absolutely. That's great. Yes. I mean, it's really true. It's, you have to just do it. And I've burned many, many journals in the past <laughs> um, and notebooks and books and anyway, so, <laughs> um, so how can the industry best support you personal level and professional level? I think by showing up, I put a lot of effort into trying to show up for women and in their space of what it is that they do, whatever their craft is. If I'm trying products, I'm visiting your site and buying a little something. Um, if I am, you know, if you do events, I show up to your events. If I can only make a cameo, I definitely will. Whether you noticed I was there or not, I will attempt to show up for you. I think that's the best thing that we can do for each other um, in general. But uh, to support the movement, to support Vanguard, um, support the things that we do. Uh, events are going to be a very strong portion of, uh, of Vanguard this year. I'm very excited about that. So I would like for people to show up, 
lend me lend me your time. Uh, come and see uh, what we got going on and have a good time with us. That helps to support. Also, an incredible merch line is on its way. Um, and when I say on its way, it should be live within about, I'm going to say, 30 days. And yeah, support the movement by buying a piece of merch because it goes right back into you because that's what Vanguard's all about. It's all about supporting women in this space. And uh, I will not muddle that. That's awesome. Do you have any other calls to action or anything to promote any events specifically coming up that you want to talk about? Um, you know, I do have events coming up. I am not going to plug those because I think that's wonderful that you've asked me for a, an additional call to action. And I thank you for that. And that call to action is to go out there and get involved. Even if you consider yourself non-political, I have to remove the veil from your eyes and say everything we do, we act in a political sense. So go out and get your voice heard. Become involved in the things that you're passionate about. If you are talking with passion within your four walls at home, open up your door and spread some of that voice outside because you can inspire and help someone else, someone else with it. That's amazing. I love that because I am so on board with everything you just said. I, I seriously am like that emoji with the no mouth when people say that they're not political because I'm like, literally everything is political. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You know, I mean, I, I try to remove should from my vocabulary now, but it's so difficult for me when people say things like that because it's just, but like you said, that's not the point. If you're passionate about something, keep it going and write about it and or create a, a podcast or do something like that because now is the time. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and I'm so thankful to you for inspiring people to do that and, and for giving them the platform and for giving us your time today. Um, please come back anytime. Thank you so much for having me on today. This has been a blast. Where can people find you before we end? Oh, absolutely. I am on all social media formats uh, and basically a, a variant of the same name. So on LinkedIn, I'm at Vanguard Media Online, Facebook at Van Media, Vanguard Media Online, and on Instagram, it's at Vanguard underscore media underscore online, and the same at Twitter. And of course, you can always visit www.vanguardmediaonline.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, until next time, stay high and beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.